0: I love you. Welcome back to the Couch Potatoes. I am the Green Traveler from Gorsh.
1: And I am the faceless Leona. I almost didn't respond because I was jamming because <laughs> you just you put the theme song in my head. <laughs> We're gonna get uh, copyright struck. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and, well, I, I can't think go we too much. played differently enough. Um, you know, we played yeah, two I, different parts. Horribly of song, enough off key. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I skipped a bar too so that's
1: fine. <laughs> we don't know what we're talking about about music but this is green and faceless on the couch if i did not say and it's a podcast about movies and tv and we're here it isn't on weird. on a marvel playlist uh this is Hell our yeah. third movie which i'm really just so surprised i thought like a lot of movies came before this for some reason
0: honestly when you said the you said let's do the marvel playlist i thought because you said let's do this let's do all the movies that marvel's done my first thought was okay so that starts with x-men because this is the first one i
1: remember this first one you remember i think this is the first one i recall watching um uh I never. Well, I also don't really associate Howard the Duck with Marvel. Oh, oh. I also, I had no idea of its existence yeah. when X Men came out. One hundred percent. That was that was an undergrad discovery in my years of study and adventure.
0: <laughs> uh, I'm pretty. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I knew. I, I can't remember exactly when I watched Howard the Duck, but I was way too young to watch Howard the Duck. <laughs> but. I just cable. mean, like I don't I don't even associate that movie with the Marvel playlist because you said this is our third movie of the Marvel <laughs> playlist and I was like isn't it the second one and I was
1: like all oh, right
0: right right if that happened right right right
1: right <laughs> God damn it. uh well I am uh very excited this um yes <clears throat> I would I would say that this was uh probably ranked at my favorite movie for a long time right. i i doubt that it's there now i don't i don't actually keep lists like that for movies just because i just watched too yeah. many um i'm
0: ocd i do keep a list yeah not to say that if somebody asked me my top 10 movies i can name them because i can't right but there there's there's are certain ones that are up there that haven't you know fluctuated for a long period of time that's like well yeah you know well yeah Amelie, I, I assume
1: Red- the prestige is up there still
0: yeah, Amelie, The Prestige, uh, There Will Be Blood, The Lighthouse, That's... Star so Wars, The Empire Strikes Back.
1: Yep. Those so all good choices. Empire's probably on my list, too. That's a pretty damn good movie. I love And That's a good movie, too. Um, I don't think any of my top are probably horror movies, though. I am definitely a sci way, way too much fantasy. of mine are. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely more of a, a sci-fi fantasy guy, and uh, God, X-Men just, just of oh, th- that itch. <laughs> what? I
0: thought you. Were, I thought you were saying. You said you were way much more of a sci-fi fantasy guy, and then you said, "and God," and I was like, "damn." <laughs> <I>
1: was like, <laughs> you're saying you were a sci-fi I, and fantasy god i am that's right i have all <laughs> the magical and techno powers and uh, oh just goodness. all the world building capabilities at my fingertips um so Ridiculous. x-men like obviously the marvel world is all intermixed and everything yeah. but x-men i i feel like more than uh, the other comics has its own world um to it and and that is because uh and and, you know dc doesn't really have something that quite compares i feel like i mean the meta humans but that's so fucking broad and then uh, the the new gods too but that's also just that that's so far away and removed from our world that it doesn't really like it's not one-to-one comparison and the x-men What I always found super interesting about the X-Men is that it is 100% about persecution and surviving right. that and how you handle that when you have the capability to do so. Yeah. Do you try yeah, to make timeless... people understand or do you uh, you know, hurt those that hurt you?
0: Right. Yeah, yeah it's a timeless it's a timeless idea because it's like it'll always be relevant to time sadly exactly like I, I, even 100%. even today uh oh you know boy. america yeah. is uh attacking transgender people mm. and and you know anything outside of the the white man's norm they're just like that's right. wrong and should be it. this is the literal words of a republican they should be eradicated that's I disgusting know. to me yeah I can't believe it's, it it's can't believe it's that we're crazy. still
1: in those times yeah and yeah, you, you know, that somebody is willing that, like I mean, it wasn't even 100 years ago that the Holocaust yeah. happened and and I just now, feel like we at our generation at least and you know, most of these people I I, I feel like aren't in our generation, but maybe right. some of them are. Um there are some. I feel like we were taught so heavily about the subject so that we right. could you know grow to be compassionate human beings and it's just yeah, i just keep don't Nazis see out of our country yeah jesus uh but that we all know i mean like i mean it's just we already kind of started there with the white supremacy right. thing uh yeah it's just unfortunately
0: awful, just silly but that's why yeah. you know that's why x-men still rings pretty well pretty
1: true yeah. is because 100%. you know it's
0: these people are being as you said persecuted you know mutants yeah. are uh uh uh, some you know. Sometimes they're called mutants. Other times they're called Homo sapiens, super- homo sapiens homo, superior,
1: or just or Homo like superior. Yeah, I think uh, homo, homo superior. superior. Yeah, um, and a- anyhow, yeah, they. So some people considered them completely separate from the uh, the rest of the world. So uh, the right. mutants, they are evolution's next step according to uh patrick stewart's narration he plays charles xavier in this beautifully uh professor charles xavier and uh hello garlic and he um (laughs) so with this mutation the x gene if you are born with it you can develop some sort of superpowers for example professor x can read minds and control yes. people through their their mind he there's it Full also goes powerful. pretty far b- beyond that like we get an example with cerebro in the movie where he can use right, that to right. help him locate people but he also can go to the astral plane which they don't i don't think they really touch very much in the movies they do they do in one of the uh maybe the dark phoenix one. future ones
0: well not in these these three but one. one of the future ones they do
1: okay okay
0: i can't well, remember, i can't remember which one but i remember you were very excited about it because you were just like oh my
1: god they touched on the astral plane i was like yeah. oh okay, well that's what uh, legion was. legion basically is about it uh it's, it, to an extent because well, they I don't talk mean, about the shadow king but yeah, you think it's yeah. one of the brian singer there's movies?
0: there's a movie there's a there's one of the x-men movies that you know i i stopped caring about them after a while because they honestly i don't know brian singer is a part of Brian Singer's a part of like pretty much every single film, uh, after, uh, up to a point. Mm-hmm. And allegedly, the man's a disgusting monster. Oh, like, really? he's got a lot of, he's got a lot of sexual harassment. Uh, uh the one I know specifically, wow. and again, all allegedly, don't sue me, Brian Singer. <laughs> um, but yeah, he had four boys who worked on Apt Pupil, which is a Stephen King novella, um, that Brian Singer adapted. Um, he asked them to all perform uh, nude scenes on camera for him. And you For know, him. They all came forth with uh, sexual harassment allegations and everything. And, and not even in 2017, he had more sexual harassment allegations Jeez. from a minor. Well, get him up. out
1: of there. That's disgusting. Yeah, he's got, um, got
0: ish, but allegedly terrible. he has ish. He settled things out, of course, so, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, well, you know how it goes. You know, I, I'm definitely... A, on the side of the the victim i'm not going to say that lies don't occur but um you know people in power they like to use their power to do disgusting things so i i I and and he doesn't
0: have a good reputation brian singer Mm -hmm. doesn't like even on this film he showed up sometimes like i don't know if he was drunk but he showed up very angry and and like argumentative and uh they had to get somebody involved hold on a second a mediator I'll find because they had a they had a yeah they had to call in like a mediator because he was
1: just uh just so angry. Let me find wow. this real quick well, I can't say that i uh really enjoy everything that the especially the later movies do with this i p uh you know being such a big fanboy uh myself saying that you know. I have not read every single X Men comic. I feel like read more that than kind me. Of, it, I've <laughs> definitely read more than you. I've read more than a lot of people I know. But I have one buddy who has read just about everything X Men and has a huge comic book collection. I helped him move out, and it was ridiculous. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah.
0: I, I will say that I do have a good collection of comics, but for whatever reason, you do.
1: Like, You're more of I I haven't been person. able to get my
0: hands on the X Men. Yeah, I'm more of DC. Yeah. That's true. They but they, like the X Men are reason, so
1: expensive. Yeah, they for some reason got really skyrocketed. Uh, uh, you know, it was long after this movie, but around the time uh, that James McAvoy, that that part of it really was kicking off for some reason they really started Ah. oh i know why because uh those the really good earlier stuff has the dark phoenix saga in it and the dark phoenix movie was coming out that's why i mean even
0: nowadays they're still expensive (laughs) like to find yeah like you know, to to get the big copies, the compendiums, they're like hundreds of dollars. I and know, like, and I'm I bought
1: even... I bought the first three. What? No, the first two. I think for just yeah. uh uh, shit. I can't remember if it's Uncanny X Men or X Men, which one came first. But um, right, uh, I bought the first three by what in the books that X Men comes in when when they have their revival. Um, right, I when x-men when wolverine comes in <laughs> uh when they he have is their, the x-men he is the x-men though there is an x-man there is an x-men named x-man it's, it's super yeah, man. hard <laughs>
0: that's part of the that's part of the problem with x-men why i haven't even decided to dip my toes in like not only are they expensive right but like as you as you just mentioned there's the uncanny x-men there's the x-men there's yes. an x-men named x-man uh, like yeah. there's way too much like way too many titles in yeah. this world it's like but spider-man it's, like if you're trying to read like Spider-Man, spider-man yeah there's like it, eight it, it's different just titles because,
1: you know it's popular it, 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 so they right. they let you let know it's also take it and do what they want what
0: batman and superman and they have two yeah. titles each that's it <laughs> And you have you have you have the title Superman that specifically follows Superman, yeah. and you have the title Action Comics, which follows those in Superman's life. Well, okay. and same thing with Batman. But you, you have also Batman, and you have Detective Comics. Okay. And Detective Comics follow the Bat family. Usually, well,
1: let's think about this. You also have all these uh, comics that have spun off of it, like uh, right. Nightwing, or uh, God, yeah, <laughs> even even Teen Titans. Though that includes. You know other characters, like, yeah. uh, um, and in the same place with X Men, there's a Wolverine zine, and uh, other <laughs> other X uh, X Men have gotten their own zine, and so yeah. has. Uh, there's been like uh, different teams of mutants that they've focused on too, like X Force yeah. or Excalibur, which is the European X Men, um,
0: and that's like. I don't know. Every time I, cause like the Marvel, Marvel comics are big with the events, right? The big crossover right. events. And the problem with, again, another big problem that I have trying to dip my toe into Marvel is if you want to read the events, like the House of M, right, you got to read beautiful. the main line, House of M. You got to read all of the X-Men tie-ins, which are like 10 different titles yeah. there. You got to read all of the other uh, character tie-ins. And it's just like, I'm not saying that DC doesn't do the same, but they make it easier to collect. because they'll they'll be like we're gonna put the whole event out in one big uber volume that's gonna be 60 bucks i'm like done easy i got it thank you boo yeah like that's nice but i I found the i found the thing about brian singer he would allegedly gotta throw that in there he would allegedly arrive late have mood swings and explosive tantrums to the point that kevin feige who was currently just an associate producer was flown in on set to keep him in line I think that's oh my God. hilarious. Oh, well, Singer was also accused of giving small roles to younger actors and minors in exchange for sex, uh, allegedly. Gross,
1: gross, gross. Yes. So, um. Yeah. Anyhow, let's talk about <laughs> this movie. I think. Sex, I, Just, baby. I just wanted to exp- uh Yeah, I, I did explain what the X gene did. Uh, there, there, but yeah. there is a lot of in this movie a big part of the plot and and throughout is the persecution right so that brings me into senator kelly played by bruce davison he is a big push in the government against mutants uh and go ahead and and
0: say that he's a republican probably
1: (laughs) <laughs> yeah i don't know what the party system looks like in in marvel universe but <laughs> they have real cities so why wouldn't they have real parties uh sorry yeah yeah so senator kelly he is very much against having uh mutants treated equally he he thinks he, he thinks they are all should be considered dangerous weapons and to I mean to give him some credence a lot of mutants can do some serious fucking damage. Um,
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: Yeah. So, uh, you know, people are scared, and he's playing on that for political gang. And he also has some kind of vendetta for some fucking reason. Not that he's ever met a mutant in his life. Uh, I think it's a jealousy thing. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, it's Dick and and Beer. (laughs) Yeah. So, we start off in this movie way back at Auschwitz um, with Eric uh, Linscher, who is uh, AKA Magneto, and uh, played by Ian McKellen, also beautifully. And this is also pretty much where that lovely relationship between McKellen and Stewart started and it really is beautiful the, the world just yeah. needs more of it and right i up. wish they just yeah. didn't waste so many years not being with each other
0: well i i would, I would argue but this is only together, a personal sure. a personal beautiful thing that uh you know david Tennant and martin short are basically or michael you're michael right Sheen
1: we do get martin that short, it's Jesus. a different angle yeah. of the same thing you're right
0: yeah it's very beautiful
1: uh so <clears throat> anyhow eric is a small boy in this point when he goes to the camps and he gets separated from his parents and that's when the nazis find out that he has the ability to bend metal to his will um oh yeah yeah and that is where we start so we once we get to what is the modern setting and both charles and eric are you know late middle-aged early elderly men uh Hmm. they have very differing opinions uh about uh how they should handle this problem of persecution against mutants yeah. and uh eric who has you know the a, a barcode basically on his arm um the yeah. the numbers uh and has knows what men what people can do he is was saying we have to focus on ourselves and on protecting mutantkind and so he forms uh the brotherhood of mutants but that is after he breaks off from his dear friend Charles Xavier who right. thinks that we should uh that the ma- mutants I say we I I'm so into it that I'm part of it <laughs> uh, and that's really how I felt as a kid you know and I feel like that's fair every, yeah. I feel like every kid has that somewhere inside that they they are different, you know, and Yeah, and, there is
0: an inclusivity yeah. feel with X Men. Definitely and everybody 100%. everybody with a power is welcome.
1: Yes. And <laughs> I wanted it. Um right. but no X Gene here. So not to your knowledge. Not the my knowledge. Professor Mr. Xavier Monkey he wants to, you know, preach tolerance and use his team of <laughs> uh talented Individuals, talented mutants, the X Men, to show the world that it can benefit from mutant kind, and that right. they yeah. are that they are equally interested in protecting, uh, you know, people, uh, any right. type of people, mutant or human. We can
0: all coexist. Exactly. Yeah.
1: And yeah, so and one
0: one thing that really pissed off Magneto or Eric. Yeah. Uh, he takes on the the moniker Magneto. Uh, one thing that really pisses him off is Mister Professor X. He has the ability to enter the mind and change
1: and just the change thought. their mind. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. He could he could make the the whole world so much easier for mutants by mm-hmm. doing that. And and one of the beautiful things about Professor X is he's like no, because that's wrong. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. It's it's
1: not ethical. I would be doing the thing that they are concerned about exactly Uh, and and what we need to do is show them that we are we're not vile creatures we're humans too we just have extra special abilities uh so the x-men at this point uh are jean gray uh she does not have a uh a a name at this point but eventually she becomes the phoenix played by fancy jansen she is a doctor. You're right. They don't put doctor on IMDb, and that's wrong. She's Doctor well, Jean like, Grey.
0: That's another issue with uh. Well, it's not really an issue, but if you're if you're a loyalist to the comics, um, they they do a lot of character mixing in mm. this because mm-hmm. they couldn't fit certain uh. You know, it was too much of a cast, too big right. of a right. cast. Right. Right. So there are certain characters that they roster. just yeah yeah. Some characters they just jumbled up, and one of those characters is, you know, Gene Gray pretty much absorbs a lot of what would be, you know, Beasts yeah, role in, in these films. Yeah. yeah. And,
1: and, and, you know, they bring Hank McCoy in later, and when we get to that right. movie, I will talk about their decisions. Yeah. Uh, but I, like, he's, he is a great actor. I will say that. I don't have his name off the top of my head. But... You're talking
0: Nicholas Holt from the, yes. the, the prequels? Yes. Well, he's also in the, uh,
1: Oh yes, uh, Kelsey one, I Grammer. I thought was actually yeah. a brilliant choice, <laughs> but yeah, I didn't yeah, like. Yeah. That I was movie. like, I
0: really like what they did with them. Yeah, in the the, yeah. the main
1: You're right. modern. We'll get storyline. we'll get there first. You're right. You're right. <clears throat> so, um, anyhow, Jean uh, is uh, telekinetic, and that means that she can move things with her mind. She also has some telepathy. Uh, S- Scott Summers is the kind of the leader of the the trio uh at the at this moment and his name is his code name is cyclops jesus christ yeah. and that's plays by uh james marsden who we've talked about a lot in fact every time he showed up we just called him cyclops
0: <laughs> yeah poor guy i love him. he guy. does a great cyclops though like i really enjoy his cyclops it's very yeah. uh boy scoutish. yes but which to is the point the right of like willing feel. to chuckle
1: yeah, yeah. It it's the right feel for Scott. Scott uh, is like responsibility incarnate. That's kind of yeah. his his <laughs> M O. Uh, and, and then yeah. you know when bad things happen, though, he snaps. And uh, yeah. but you don't really get that in this uh particular um setting. No, but, but it, what you, later What in you the do show, get yeah.
0: in this first movie is his uh his
1: kind of a dick
0: kind of his reluctance to he is yeah he's kind of a dick but his reluctance to um uh lead in the field like he's he's still learning to be this leader yeah so there's moments where he'll you know he'll be forced to make a decision and you can see that he's like he's still struggling with these decisions like he's like you know he doesn't want to put people in danger and yet at the same time when you're a member of a tactical force like this Right. You got to put people in danger. You got to lean on their their ability. So he's still learning that. And I like that in the first one is that he has has moments of trust issues in regards to, like, what he wants to throw people into, like, what kind of situations.
1: Yeah. So uh, and then the the third member of what are the X-Men at this point is Storm, uh, real name, Aurora Monroe, played by Halle Berry. I love that name, uh, Halle Berry or Aurora.
0: Both of them, (laughs) Halle Berry and Aurora Monroe. Uh, She's a perfect storm. Let's. I think she's
1: a really good storm. Um, I I wish that she would have played more with like an an African accent. Like, there's moments where she has it. And and then maybe at some point somebody was like, "Nah, don't do it."
0: Yeah, um, she is the one that gets the sad short end of the stick in this movie. She because does. She she she's the one that gets so little focus. They focus she on does. the the love triangle between them and Wolverine, between Cyclops, uh, Jean, Jean Grey, Grey, and Wolverine. That's right. Just way too much. Yeah. Like, and, and poor poor Aurora gets kind of tossed into the she back burner, is. But And
1: and it is sad. She gets a because dumb line too. She also is the only person of color in the cast really right so that's yeah. also i hate i hate
0: her one-liners she gets like yeah. a couple one-liners that are just so stupid <laughs> like the there's the uh there's the there's a there's a, a member of the brotherhood of mutants is toad played by yeah. ray park and Who's, she tosses uh,
1: toad out of uh that's yeah um, yeah oh god why can't i think of it a darth maul
0: Oh, is it? That may oh, yeah. cool. I, that yeah, I do see it now. Actually, yeah, yeah. He's got a be, a big old prehensile tongue. It comes yes. out like a toad's tongue. And and also, I guess he might he might be jumpy. able to jump too. Good jumpies. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and he's also got that slimy shit. He, he yeah. Spits oh yeah, shit on, he does on spit Jean like an acid.
1: Yeah. yeah. it's more like a, a, a an adhesive, uh, a natural yeah, yeah. adhesive.
0: Yeah, but there's a moment where Storm tosses him out of the the. Uh, statue of liberty uh-huh. and then she's just like and he's like hanging there on like a pole. he's like you know keeping from being blown away by her wind and she's like do you know what happens to a toad when it's struck by lightning and then she's like it gets electrocuted or like everything else or something it like dies. that the same thing that, happens, yeah, to same else. Thing oh, that happens
1: to everything else it yeah. dies it's such a it's such, <laughs> it's a, such dumb a bad line. line like you know like you're expecting like, her just... to say fries it fries yeah uh, something like that yeah yeah, yeah. but no.
0: <laughs> some kind of pun. Yeah. Jesus. That's <laughs> fully written. I mean, they, they also kind of had to like... There's a lot of m- that, though. Mash this, <laughs> yeah, they mashed this together through a lot of, of different screenwrites and everything. David Hayter is the one who gets the screenwriting credit, mm. but it went through, like, four different writers beforehand, including Joss Whedon, who they brought on to do some rewrites. And oh. as we've discovered with Joss Whedon, when you bring him on to do rewrites... He rewrites the whole damn thing, yeah. and that's what he did: was he rewrote the whole damn thing, and then after the fact, you know, he he sent it back to Marvel or whoever, and you know, they they got you know, Brian Singer to work <laughs> on it and make the film, and then they invited Joss Whedon to the uh, like the the premiere, not it, without him knowing that they completely scrapped everything he wrote. Oh man! So like he he showed he showed up probably expecting his script. Which had people like Beast and Nightcrawler and all these other characters. Oh, I think man. Jubilee also.
1: Like See, had all this, yeah. and it that it's cartoon like, dude was my fucking yeah. life when I was like nine.
0: That's the that's the only uh, connection I really have with X Men is the the animated series. That's like, what got me started. That's all, that's with all it. I
1: watched. Yeah, that's man. what got me hooked on it. And uh, yeah, Jubilee's the like. Um, She's not the protagonist, but she's like the the lean in for the pilot episode. She's the one yeah. that the teenage the kids are supposed to connect with because she's young. Uh, anyways, but we're the, talking uh, about this. You're <laughs> Sorry, <right>.
0: the <laughs> main the main plot with the plot with <laughs> the main plot with the plot <laughs> is that uh, Magneto and the Brotherhood. Um, there's there's a couple other characters in the Brotherhood. There's Mystique, who's here played by Rebecca uh, Romm Ramesian. Remain. Yeah. sorry i can't pronounce your last name um mystique is able to alter her shape normally she looks like a spiny blue person mm-hmm. but she can look like pretty much anything that she fucking right. wants to probably and then the, the biggest uh,
1: change from the the comics yeah for character uh art anyways that's fair yeah, yeah.
0: And, and also biggest casting change too later on oh we'll that's, get true. There. that's true that's <laughs> true she's still
1: blue <laughs> in, in, in a year comics, or so to be fair there's a lot of blue people in x-men <laughs> that's fair uh, the last
0: big member of the Brotherhood in this film is Sabretooth, played by Tyler Mayne. And yes. uh, yeah, another yes. big casting change later on. <laughs> yes, definitely
1: one hundred percent. Um and they um they very vaguely play with um his connection to Wolverine. It is one hundred percent vague. Right. Uh in the comics yeah, very vague. Uh Sabretooth and Wolverine are arch rivals and uh and later it's discovered that they're half brothers but they've both and they have very similar um powers as well so wolverine very famously played by hugh jackman in in these X Men oh, movies one of his uh, first films yes really uh, i know he was a big broadway guy um before right but i, I didn't know that this was one of his first anyhow i'm, I'm interested uh, i'm looking it up <laughs> uh he he goes by Logan uh for his Third. um for his civilian name in this and uh he has the ability to heal extremely fast and he also has these claws and now the reason why he can't remember anything is because he was a part of an experiment uh some time ago yeah. and in the second movie we find out it's like the sixties or seventies um and he um when he pops these claws, uh, there's three sharp blades of antimantium ant-man- steel. I think I said that right. That Atamantium. That Atamantium, thank you. And Atta. Atta. Atta, that's what I said. Oh, I thought
0: time. you were putting a hard T in there.
1: <laughs> it's, it's a D? It's a D, yeah. Oh, okay. Then I said it wrong. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so... He's You're not a real nerd. <laughs> <laughs> Just dyslexic, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, he uh runs into Rogue, who is a runaway from Mississippi, uh, played by Anna Paquin. Yes.
0: I was talking she's about the, the, d- the, other... the
1: similarities of Sabretooth and Wolverine. Sabretooth also... Uh, has right. claws and can heal quickly, but his claws are where claws would be if you had claws on your fingertips and right. he uh is more feral looking he has uh in the comics they kind of say more lupine or more lupin um yeah wolf like yeah exactly and he he has a kid that is called feral actually in the comic books
0: oh that's that's a bad but good nickname you know that's fine yeah yeah well they are
1: like <laughs> completely covered and for there's more hairy than Sabretooth is in the comics yeah oh gosh uh, so any Mahoo. yeah Sabretooth, not in this one he's pretty hairy in this one but in the comics he yeah. can still pass as human if he really wants to
0: he's also like really stupid in this movie like he has uh, i don't think what? he has any he lines at speak. all doesn't speak yeah
1: he's yeah, yeah it is silly, um, because he honestly yeah. has some of the most biting and cruel commentary in the in the nice. Comics. Good job, yeah.
0: I like that. Yeah. yeah, I see your puns there. It's good. It's good. <laughs> thanks. thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no,
1: I did. I did find this was
0: Hugh Jackman's third film.
1: Wow, that's crazy. And this really set up off. Crazy, obviously, yeah. he was
0: in Erskineville Kings and Paperback Hero. Haven't seen either of them, but uh,
1: it wasn't. It wasn't um, the scoop.
0: <laughs> that's
1: the only <laughs> early movie of his that i remember seeing it's not x-men
0: that was that was after all three of the x-men really? films scoop yeah god yeah.
1: anyhow yeah. uh <laughs> what a beautiful
0: man i love yes, him as the wolverine yeah he's, yeah, he's so good, good in this as wolverine um, even though he's probably way too not tall. like yeah way too tall and and they still make him like mild like i think they Consider him Canadian, but like I don't think he really tried to do any kind of like no, accent he or anything.
1: Went, he went for an American accent because the yeah, man's Australian. Yeah. That's so, right. That's right. Yeah, he's yeah. Australian. He's Which, he's really good. At his works, diet as there's not
0: much bubs, it,
1: not very many bubs. Now,
0: not, not there's only one bub. I think. I think there's only one bub that okay, I caught at the bar. Yeah. Yeah at the bar I think he just calls him, hey bub you know hey, it's just bub. like oh there it is <laughs> <laughs> but That's like his, no, his his look though his look is great i like his facial hair i love his hair in general yes they um, did a good job and his his diet his diet is like the staple of all like action stars now where it's just like if wow. you're gonna if you're gonna bulk out and gain weight, you do the Hugh Jackman Wolverine diet. Not not specifically in this movie, but later on and when you oh, know, yeah. when he, he gets, gets more shirtless really in, the big films. in
1: the in the oh, later God. films, he's he's super fit in this movie, no doubt.
0: Oh yeah, but... yeah, no doubt. God, he's a handsome man. Yeah, he is.
1: Anyhow, he bumps into uh, Rogue, who yep. is just going through uh, her changes into uh, realizing that she has mutant abilities. Yeah. And when Which she... Is a scary one. It's a very scary one, especially if you don't know what's going on. And that's one of the things that's really interesting about the world that evolves as the story goes on is that is support systems for for mm-hmm. mutants. There's absolutely nothing for, to start with. And, and then later in the comics, it's like, okay, you have a mutant ability. Here's some people that can help them get to who they want to. If the persecution isn't so bad that they're trying <laughs> to hunt down all the mutants. It goes back and forth. So uh, anyhow, <clears throat> when she touches someone, she absorbs their life force, their memories, and if they're mutants, their powers for a temporary time. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's really scary. She kissed her boyfriend, and he and as far as she knows, he's, he's still in a coma. Um, right. Yeah. It's pretty yeah. bad. Yeah.
0: And she she is also another victim of being mixed with a lot of other characters from the comics That's like true. jubilee and uh i think some kitty pride is is thrown yes, in, like her character in yes. this as well
1: uh, the relationship with wolverine itself is based on the yeah. r- relationship with wolverine and kitty pride uh because rogue when she joins the x-men in the comics is actually quite older she's like in her 30s yeah
0: she's my favorite in the animated show too i love her she's pretty look. cool her look in general is just
1: the <laughs> her fucking voice actor is i think the best besides wolverine that's fair is probably the best voice actor on there and i don't i don't know the, the voice actors
0: yes yeah, i don't either yeah the brotherhood of mutants they're uh they're specifically you know they, they want they they, they test it out um on on senator yes. kelly they kidnap senator kelly they test this thing out and give him mutant ability and then the the plan is now to kidnap Rogue mm-hmm. and use her super mutant ability to basically widespread this this right. conversion system Across all of like New York or across all of like a, a, the island. I can't remember. Yeah, there is this uh, meeting it.
1: there it on New York. Uh, on oh, that's Manhattan. right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. F- there's a meeting of all the world leaders. So they're, they're, yeah. Magneto's plan is to make all the world leaders understand by making them a part of the Brotherhood.
0: Yeah. The only problem uh, is that uh, Senator Kelly and uh, this transversion. Process spoilers. Uh, he died,
1: yeah, dude, gruesomely. The effects on that were honestly, they hold up, they were pretty good. that was pretty yeah. They cool. were not bad, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I don't want to describe it, you. I want to save it, uh, for people who yeah, haven't watched fair. the movie by a chance. Uh, so but yeah, that's
0: that's the main plot, and and yes.
1: Wolverine
0: ha- is trying to, uh, because Wolverine's a roamer, he does not yes, stick in one spot, he does not, but he's. He's kind of become attached to Rogue, and he and, right. you know he wants, he, to, protect he wants to see her. Yeah, exactly. He wants to see her put into the school safely. Yeah. You know, he wants to wants her to Don't be safe. Basically, that.
1: the the X yeah. Men act as teachers for young mutants at Professor yeah. Xavier's school for talented youngsters. I believe that's the yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Something like that. It's ridiculous. Uh, so uh, a gifted gifted yes. youngsters.
1: and 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 he wants Wolverine to come in too, and and be a part of at least the X Men team, and maybe not a teacher. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> uh, but he, anyhow, uh, they also think that they're after Logan, uh, and so there's a big confusion, and that's because uh, being such close friends, Eric has found a way to shield Professor X's abilities. Um, oh yeah, so, yeah that's another metalhead yeah there's another part of the the story it, i i think they did to go into closing statements i think we're ready yeah. uh i think they did a a rather good job of adapting a huge roster of characters and funneling that down into uh a watchable movie that, if there was never an right. X Men movie again, we could look back and say, "Hey, that was a pretty decent adaptation." It's right. fair, yeah.
0: Um, I I would jump off that before you give it a rating by saying that my my issue is that it's it's too few. You know, it's like I I, they did a, They did a good job at funneling it down to the core components, mm-hmm. and I think I think they got the core components right. My problem is. There really isn't much of a story in this first one. It kind of just ends, yeah, like there's no there's no down I mean obviously they knew it was gonna be a trilogy or more than one film. they were setting, uh, up, it did they were seem setting like up they were so setting up so many up, things at
1: that end, yeah,
0: yeah, and like and and so I get it, I'm gonna give it like the benefit of a doubt for that reason because I knew when they were making it, they were like, we're just setting things up for future films, and we'll let the story continue and finish there. But yeah, if, if this was just one film, I would I would honestly not be as big of a fan of this because there's no no ending to it. You know, it just kind of that, like that it just finishes. Fair.
1: It does uh, have a pretty short falling action, and that's because uh, once Wolverine is introduced to the movie, he for some reason becomes the protagonist. Um, yeah,
0: <laughs> they knew who their best actor was. They they
1: did. Yeah. Well. Okay, they have Patrick Stewart and Ian McKellen. Okay, it's cares.
0: true. They are they are <laughs> obviously really beautiful together. Yes, but I feel uh, like Wolverine was the only one that felt like I know he, this character. Yeah, like you have yeah. deep is into Wolverine.
1: One hundred percent, the most popular character from this franchise. There's yeah, there's right, no bub. doubt about that. That's right, bub. Get it right. Uh, I could play Wolverine, the voice. <laughs> stick with the, okay, I was going to say, stick with Beast. You got a you Hank McCoy Beast, look. <laughs> Beast is definitely a dream job for me, Hank McCoy. And and I was said that he wasn't in this movie, but uh, we get him later. And I think that's probably yeah. a budgeting reason. You know,
0: oh yeah, definitely. They had a they had to cut down a lot of shit. So yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Blue, blue, and furry all day, every day. That's kind of hard to do. So anyhow, <laughs> yeah, I give it a full face, one hundred percent a full face, and that's probably mostly from nostalgia. Uh, but I that's think fair. it still holds up. Uh, I just. Uh, it does leave you wanting a little bit more i'll agree with you uh and um there is definitely some other problems with the film that i feel like if they it to go off of your argument if they knew they were going to have more films why couldn't they be more traditionalist with with the story you know right uh the x-men has such a strong storyline especially those those the that once once wolverine and that second wave of x-men are introduced uh that storyline is just so good for so long like yeah. it, it just has such a good stuff in there that i don't know why they really needed to mess with it i know one thing was they thought they 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 knew rather that the traditional costumes would not work no, phone. yeah,
0: they even make fun of that too because there's there's a moment where they ask Wolverine, "It's like, what do you want? A yellow jumpsuit?" And he's like, "Bah, <laughs> bub, <laughs> shut up, bub." <laughs> All <laughs> right, slice your throat, bub. I, I give it three know. stars. I think it's I think it's a fine, fun film. Like I do enjoy it, but like there's there's so many like again it's just it's the first of a trilogy so it's like yeah and and i'm not gonna harp on it too much i'll just give it three stars and leave it at that basically <laughs>
1: right uh it i will say uh that it is my favorite of this opening trilogy um that's it, fair i honestly don't know I which think was my favorite because cleanest... i haven't watched them all in a while okay well we'll see we'll see very soon
0: yeah we'll find
1: uh, out i think it's the cleanest of the three yeah as a, as a story right. as a whole,
0: so yeah, yeah. I mean, hell, uh, if they had done Joss Whedon's, it probably would not have been that clean. No, I, I, I not. guess if I, if I remember correctly from what I read, I guess Joss Whedon's like script actually ended with the Phoenix, like with with Gene oh, Gray absorbing the Phoenix energy. So
1: there, yeah. you know, I do wish they would have done more with Famke Janssen uh, too, because I yeah, thought yeah. she was a really good choice for Gene and um especially as an adult gene you know they go the prequels are kind of weird we'll get there um it's hard to explain them, man it's really hard yeah, to explain
0: them yeah we'll get
1: there <laughs> well anyhow i think that has been the show uh thanks yep. for letting us fanboy and the people who are bigger fans than us please don't hate us too much in the, co- in the comments but- do leave a comment. (laughs) (laughs) Safe travels and good night. Dun, dun. (laughs) Oh, we're dorks. Green and Faceless on the Couch is a proud production of Fiction Works 19 Are you a fan of the show? Feel free to contact us at greenandfacelessfans at gmail.com or visit our Patreon page at patreon.com slash greenandfaceless. Don't forget to comment, like, and subscribe. Or rate us on Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much for listening.